Oh, hell yeah, brother. Welcome to the podcast, Stop Crying Poser, greatest podcast known to man as voted by Sage, Rowan, Willow, Finley, Harper, Avery, River, Rain, Quinn, Kai, and James. Those are the top 11 most gender neutral names. I typed in names at the very last second. Usually I have a list or like a genre of where I want to pull these names from. I typed in names and it brought me gender neutral names. So I'll be sure not to name any of my children, Sage, Rowan, Willow, Finley, Harper, Avery, River, Rain, Quinn, Kai, or James. I was, wait, James? How can James be a, a woman? Ah, uh, who cares? Shout out to... Everyone that chose to tune in live right here on twitch.tv slash Ninja Lifestyle, we do this podcast, Stop Crying Poser, every single Friday right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. We have iBookBoy, Day Day, Guy, just Carl, Birmingham, Day Day, Support the Farts, Cam702, D-Trick, Polar Tell, Big Baby, Hallandier Edits. I appreciate you guys being here. I want to first do trivia. Because, what are we? We're 27 minutes late. I appreciate you guys being patient with me. I actually woke up really early today, and then I went back to sleep, and it seems like a a trend now. Every time, my second time I go to sleep and I wake up, I'm double as tired as the first time when I woke up. So I got up at like 8 a.m., messed around until uh, 12 noon, then took a nap until 2, and then I woke up like dead tired. Anyways, these are the stickers. Would you like to win... These stickers, well, all you have to do is answer this question correctly in the chat. And you have to be from the USA because I'm only going to ship these stickers to someone living in the USA. We were just talking about how bad London is. I'm sorry you guys have to live there. But do you think I want to send my stickers to London just to get fucking rained out on some pole? Probably not even sticky over there. Anyways, the question is... President Dwight Eisenhower signed this Admissions Act a week, uh, a week after, on March 18th, 1959. This became the 50th state. What is the 50th state in the USA? On August 21st, 1959, after the people of this state voted to become a state in June 1959 under the terms specified in this act so basically i'm just asking you guys what is the last state that got like uh created so uh yeah it it, it's got to come down between one or two of those states that aren't touching the rest of the other states right so i imagine someone will get this right pretty quickly well i've given the chat room a moment to think about this question and a moment to google it we got uh, Alaska, Land in Hawaii, Alaska, Steve Landia, Laughing Face, Washington, D.C., Puerto Rico, Oregon, Mississippi. Okay, well, the answer was Hawaii, and the reason I, I stayed silent so long is because I was waiting for somebody from America to know what the 50th American state would be. But the only thing that, uh, that I've realized is the state of education in this country of America, is far below what it should be at. For a person from the UK to get it right, and no one from the USA to get the question right, that is, um, that's a real bummer. iBookBoy, you are the winner, but you don't live in America, so I wanted to give someone else a chance to claim the, uh, the stickers. But you know what? No one gets them. You know what? No interest, no brain means no stickers. 
If you guys can't use your brain, why the, what the fuck am I doing licking a stamp? I gotta lick a stamp for you smooth brain fucking dry, dry brain motherfuckers to not even participate. Pissing me off. No one wins. You guys are all fucking banned. No trivia next week. Go to bed with no fucking dinner. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> I can't believe we just had to go through that. If that's gonna, if that sets the tone for the rest of this podcast, we're in, buckle up. We're in for a fucking, we're in for a real terrible fucking ride. Anyways. Okay, no one wins. You guys all lose. It, it seems like one of those things where no one can lose, but, there, but there's one winner. No, I found out suddenly everyone can lose. Everyone loses except iBook Boy. And, and guess what? He, he wins the game, but he loses in his location. I hope it fucking rains today. Pissing me off. Okay, so if you guys watch my YouTube channel, I can show you guys a little bit about what my, what my week has been like. Mostly uneventful, but I did release a vlog-style video today. And one of the more controversial topics that came on uh, our stream a few days ago, our Twitch stream, late night Twitch streams, by the way, every single Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, we start around 9 p.m. Pacific time and we just hang out, we chat, we laugh, we cry, we solve trivia, we talk about dicks. If you like to talk about dicks and cum and pussy, that's mostly all we talk about, oh, and drugs. Sometimes we talk about drugs. I think last... Tuesday, we had a drug conversation for probably three or four hours. So if you guys were ever wondering what fucking drugs I've tried, you, you got to hang out in the live Twitch streams on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursdays. Anyways, I uh, released this vlog, and I'm going to preface it by saying this. I always pick up my dog's poop if I think my dog poops somewhere where a person could step in it. I don't think dog poop is bad for the environment. I don't think it's bad for grass. I don't think it's bad for the desert. I don't think it's going to ruin the, the ozone layer or whatever. But my concern is if someone's walking in the grass and they step on a poop and now their foot smells and now they have to clean their shoe, I don't ever want to be responsible for that because I am a I am a decent human being. So I was walking my dog at the park the other day and we went off the trail. There's a little bit of grass, right? There's a little nice sidewalk trail. We went way off the trail. Way off the trail, meaning like 15 feet. Off the trail into the bushes, right? Into the bushes where the ground is hard. There's rocks, glass. No one would ever go over there. I was keeping my eyes peeled for glass. I didn't want my dog to step on glass. And he just happened to say, hey, hey, Steve. Hey, Steve, I got to take a doo-doo. And I said, you know what, dude? Just go right here, man. He's like, well, I can go right here. I said, yeah, you can take a doo-doo right here because there's, there's no one would ever walk over here. You're in the middle of uh, the desert. It's just rocks. It's it's not like public like it's not actual desert landscape but it's a, a it's a place in between like buildings where no one has built anything no one has cultivated the ground there's there's nothing there that grows just just bugs and rocks and and dirt sand my dog poops over there and I look around I say you know what usually I pick up this dog shit usually but uh no one's ever gonna step in this we're we're not we're nowhere near anywhere where a person would walk. And then someone in my chat room named Love My Toe said, well, you walked over there, didn't you? And I'm like, well, touche, I did walk over there, but I, I break the rules. Listen, I'm a badass. I'm like, I, I was, me, me to, listen, me to going off the, the park trail is like a hell's angel going into like the, the, the freeway fucking, I don't know, some, <laughs> I, I couldn't think of a metaphor. You can, listen, use your imagination. I went off the trail 
No one else has to go off that fucking trail. If you do, you're, you're liable to, to be in danger, okay? You could get bit by a coyote. A, a wasp could sting you. You could hurt your ankle, right? No one should be going over there. I, I live dangerously. I went over there, and the dog, I got a dangerous dog, too. He took a shit. He said, fuck it, I'm not afraid of nothing. I walked over there, took a shit right in front of everybody. So I looked around. Uh, speaking of in front of everybody, there was nobody around. So I walked away. I walked away. Koopa even, he gave it, he, he pushed his feet over and like gave it a little light dusting of, of dirt. Like <laughs> covered it up a little bit, which now in hindsight seems like a bad thing. He, can't, he may have camouflaged his own shit to look like, to look like a rock or, or a piece of dirt. Now somebody could definitely step on it. Now I feel a little bit worse. Anyways, I, uh, I don't feel like I broke the rules. Listen, I'm the type of guy that takes my shopping cart back all the time i say please and thank you at restaurants right i try to clean up after myself um i uh i feel like i feel like i follow the unwritten rules of the world except this one time i usually clean up dog shit in fact in my dog's harness there's a pocket and inside that pocket i i unzip it and i have a million little uh dog shit cleaner up like bags you put the bag on your hand Clean the dog shit, turn the bag inside out, drop it in the in the fucking trash can. There you go. I do that all the time. This time we're in the desert. I want to know your guys' thoughts. Am I breaking the law? Am I breaking the rules by doing this? Or is it not that big of a deal? What you guys also, what you guys also would see in that same vlog that came out today, you, you'll see the dog shit. I filmed it. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not leaving out the, the secret parts of my life. I filmed the dog shit right there. I also filmed myself taking a pee. You know what? Me and Koopa are equals. I film him take a shit, then I film me take a pee. We're both in the limelight. Also, I uh, my doorknob has been kind of loose and and it's not not lined up correctly. It's been like that for like five years. And the reason is people go to my door when they're on their way like home or to leave or go get beer or whatever. People are leaving the house. They grab my door, they yank it open. They realize the deadbolt is is closed and they unlock the deadbolt. Then they rip it open again. This happens for. You know, month after month after month after month, year after year. A few years later, I realized my doorknob's falling off, and the deadbolt doesn't quite, like, line up with the hole. So uh, I said to myself, you know what? One day I'm going to fix this. It doesn't look like most other door handles. So I Googled it. It turns out this doorknob is from, like, the 1960s. I had to get a pin, and it had some spring holding the doorknob in. Finally get the doorknob off. After that, super easy. The the screws were, were hidden inside of this cover. Very easy to do. Tighten it up, boom, get it all back together, put the spring in. Then I look down, I go, you know what, the, the bottom, the little part of the door that, that keeps like the insulation part, it's like a little metal, it's like a little metal tab that has some rubber under it, kind of like a little, I don't know, like a, like I don't know, what would you call this, a little, little flap? Like a little mud flap to keep, uh, I would imagine to keep the, the warm air in and the cold air out, or vice versa in the summertime. Basically just to insulate that the bottom area where there's a little gap. Anyways... Pulled that out, realized some of those holes had been stripped because also when people rip open the door, they kick that little that little panel and it rips off. So I put a, I shoved a bunch of toothpicks in there and wood glue, fucking let it dry, screwed it all back on, bent it back into space, and now my door is perfect. My issue is, weather strip, thank you, Dietrich. My issue is, both of these repairs, all together, probably took four minutes. The, both were the bottom... Minus waiting a day for the paint to dry, or the, sorry, not the paint, for the glue to dry. Minus that, the 24-hour wait period, both repairs took, I would say, four minutes. Four minutes altogether. 
which makes me like disappointed in myself. First off, disappointed in myself that I didn't do this earlier, but also motivated me for all these other little things that are fucked around my house. Like, bro, just go fucking do them. You sit there and you go, I don't want to figure it out. How long is it going to take? What if I need an extra part? What if I can't put it back together? Fuck you. You just figure it out. And I know this is common knowledge for a lot of you guys. A lot of you guys are go-getters and, and, go, and go-doers, but not me. I'm, I'm a procrastinator. I procrastinated this simple thing for so long. And again, I'm, I'm disappointed in myself that I let it get so long. Remember the sink? My sink got nasty and dirty and infected for fucking for, uh, six months. We had to clean the sink. It took an hour and a half. Uh, this is similar to that. I can see the sink is still more intimidating to me than, than fixing the door. I guess my point is that if you guys today, if you have some little thing in your home that you want to clean up or repair or, or maybe, maybe, maybe your window, maybe your, the mirror in your bathroom has a bunch of smudges on it and you just walk by it all the time. Or maybe your toilet has something that it doesn't look right. Or the bathtub has that one smudge on it or the ring or something. Or maybe, for me, another one, my bathtub, the, the shower, when it sprays out the water, I have really hard water. So it, it gets like these little these little deposits. And then the shower that shoots it out, it shoots it out in, in, in directions that aren't uniform. So the shower should be going like this. And it goes like this. It goes all different directions. So you get, you get a little bit of shower here, a little bit directly in your eye, and, and one molecule on your leg, rather than it all going in one direction. So... I hit that with the CLR, let it soak, scrubbed it really good. Boom, now I have a uniform shower. These little things don't take much time to do, but there's something in me that just sees these things that I know need to be done and I just avoid them. So this can hopefully be motivation for you guys this weekend or this week to go out there and do that one little chore you've been meaning to do. You guys haven't seen my backyard, but it is covered in dog shit. It is covered in dog shit. I have friends most dog owners that I know, they go in their backyard. Also, a lot of my friends' backyards have grass. My backyard has nothing, has rocks. Uh, you know, they, they, they let their dog shit. They go out there, they clean up the dog shit. They put it in this little, this little bucket and then boom, it's done. Not me. There's dog shit everywhere. The dog shits in his little areas where no one walks. No one walks over there. It doesn't matter, but it's not a good look when it rains. Sometimes it smells that makes more flies. Sometimes flies come out little things like that. I need to try to try to fix so uh so this will be motivation for me to fix that stuff and uh it's it's a little bit of a i want to motivate you guys as well but it's also a push for both of us if we can both kind of improve our week via some dumb podcast then then let's do it what else is going on i did want to discuss something that i think should probably be a crime i always see these threads on reddit it says what is still legal but should be a crime and uh, when I first read that thread, I saw that caffeine, pure caffeine powder was illegal. So I immediately bought 55 grams of pure caffeine, assuming that maybe one day it would be illegal. I don't think it is yet. And I still have that caffeine. It's been expired for many years. But uh, that is something that I thought should be illegal. And I went and bought caffeine about it. But there's, there's other things in the world. There's other things in the world that I think should be illegal. And that brings me to my next point, skater of the year. Skater of the year, Thrasher. Every year, they choose who should be the best skater, who gets this unique honor, Skater of the Year. And I looked at some of the people that are on this ballot that you can vote for, and it is, it's it's terrifying. First guy, Cyrus Bennett. Don't know much about him. Scrolling down, we get Pedro Delfino. This guy did a couple of big rails and then went fast, right? He's basically the T-Funk that can actually skate without fake stees. 
Okay, so he's in the runnings, I guess. Also, the timing of his part was good. He also fell down really hard, and I guess that's part of that's that's part of good skateboarding these days is how hard you fall, especially if it's into water. We scroll down even more. We get Tony Hawk. Okay. Uh, I'm not even going to touch that one. We get Yuto, an actual really good skateboarder who's been putting out parts throughout the entire year, changing the fucking, changing the face of skateboarding, big, big hammer tricks, pushing the limits of the sport to what we never thought would be possible. But, but it's most skateboarders say, but he skates like a robot. Okay, cool. Cool. He skates a robot. And then we got Tom Knox, the guy who's famous for ollieing three stairs at a time. You guys can watch my breakdown of that. On my second channel, Steve Hates Skating. This guy made an entire video part of ollieing four stairs and five stairs. And because he did it to goofy music and he's skinny and good looking, I guess skaters think that he's a good skater. I don't know. I don't understand why that's cool. His final trick, he ollied like a 10 stair. Utah is out here doing nollie heel flip 360 board slides down rails that people thought to be impossible. This guy did an ollie. Again, what Thrasher and the ollies. Trick of the year, ollie. Tom Knox somehow gets this final. I don't I don't understand that. Jack O'Grady. Uh, okay. <sighs> Anyways. Rob Pace. Do you guys... I did a video on... Also on Steve Hate Skating. On Rob Pace's part in the Santa Cruz video. It was nothing... Listen, if it was a game of skate, nothing would have counted. Every single trick he did, his hands touched the ground. If, if he was on the barracks, they would have laughed him out the front door. But some, somehow... This guy gets gets on there. I don't know. I think he could stand on his hands. Skaters skaters are like like cats or or small children. If you can jingle something like shiny in front of them, they go ooh ooh cool jingly. You get a skateboarder who can stand on his hands, and people go oh mate like oh he he went upside down. Okay cool. Also because most skaters are such skinny fucking little little weak beings. Like the thought of doing a cartwheel. The thought of cartwheeling terrifies them, and for a guy to be able to do half a cartwheel and stop in the middle is mesmerizing. It wouldn't surprise me if this guy gets it. Oh, oh yeah, this, this thumbnail? Spoiler alert, he touches his hands when he lands this trick. He skates, speaking of jingly keys, a sombrero. A guy does a trick on a sombrero. Guess what? Skater of the year material. Uh, but, but did he land it cleanly? No. What? what? His hands touch the ground. Okay, cool. Let me get John Shanahan. Oh, okay. This guy did a couple of, of ABDs that uh, that Josh Kalis already did. And now this guy is skater of the year? Are you kidding me? This should be a crime. Miles Silva did some really crazy tricks. For me, for me, it's between Miles Silva and Yuto. So I, 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 know, that, I know that no one's going to agree with me, especially like the younger generation of skateboarders. But this should fucking be illegal. Some of these guys on this list should be fucking illegal. Like, I don't understand it. I don't mean illegal immigrants, because we, we all know Utoke is, is here illegally. We all know that. That's not what I mean. I mean, he's, he's pushed the sport fair and square. He's risking his body. Every time he falls, he could die, which also, Tony Hawk's also in that, in that category. But Tony Hawk could, could fall doing a, a rock and roll and probably fucking die. You know, he's in that, he's in that, he's in that age bracket where it doesn't take much, right? You, 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 you slip getting off the school bus, you're fucking dead. Why would he be in a school bus? Uh, I mean, uh, a, bu a bus. Why would he be in a bus? I don't know. I didn't think that one through. Tony Hawk, what are you doing on a school bus? And don't slip. You're, you're inches from death. So that was my take on Skater of the Year. Um, I don't know. I, I, wh where's, all the, where's all the heavy hitters? Where's all the guys that pushed skateboarding? I know it's partially about hype, right? And also, also you guys know, 
how they do this, right? They everyone that holds a name at the Thrasher headquarters, they all hold a name and they all stand in a circle and they start jacking off. And the last one to come, that that's who ends up who gets to be um skater of the year. But whoever's holding that card has to eat it. So Thrasher has their version. Like they don't actually count the votes. It all comes down to masturbation speed. And I don't know why they do it like that. It probably has something to do with their satanic fucking logo. I, I don't understand why they don't just why they don't just let the people choose or or maybe Maybe come up with some sort of point pointed tier system of who did the most insane tricks that year, and w- with with how much uh, consistency, whatever. I I don't understand it. Nobody understands it. Skater of the year is a complete fucking joke. I also feel like I also feel like there's a lot of people out there that time their video part for December, hoping to get skater of the year. And I think a lot of these guys that just happen to come out with December parts, they didn't even plan that. Like I feel like this guy Tom Knox, he. I'm sure he watches his video part and he goes, "Damn, dude! Like, I'm actually better than this. I like this is this is all throwaway footage." He 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 must be surprised. He must be blown away that they would even choose him because if you watch that footage, no matter who you are, even if you're that guy, even though you have that that self bias, like you watch a video of yourself skating and you kind of think that you're better than you are, even if he had that, he must think that his part's trash. I can't imagine anyone thinking that that that's a good part. Next topic: the Twitch rules have changed. And then 24 hours later, they changed back. I know a lot of you guys watching this on YouTube or, uh, or listening to this on the podcast app probably don't care about the rules on Twitch. But if you click the category, just chatting, just chatting just means it's what we're doing right now. I'm just chatting. I'm not playing a game. I'm not doing a sport. We're just chatting, you know, just chatting about whatever. If you click just chatting on Twitch, you get porn. You get... You get chicks literally completely naked, rubbing their tits and clapping their tits. Uh, like, like if you send them a dollar, they clap their tits. It's, it's like a strip club. The, I don't, I don't mind that. I love tits. I love when tits are clapping. I love big tits, small tits. I love all of them. Uh, Twitch has this weird infatuation with slippery, like oily tits, which is cool, I guess. Maybe that's okay. I prefer maybe a non-oily tit, but but either either one's fine. Also, there's one chick on here who's got some long tits. I don't know how to explain that to you guys, but if you go browsing through Just Chatting, you'll see those long, those old Long Johnsons on there. And uh, you're, you're watching this, and you're like, well, your nipples aren't showing. Like, where, where does the cleavage end? I don't know. I don't know where it ends. It just keeps going and going and going. I saw this bitch stand up, and her tits were still going. She stood up like this. The tits were still there. I'm like, well, where, where's the end? No end in sight. The bitch had 5,000 views, and the chat room was insane. The, the 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 chat room was nuts. Whoever's modding that channel, they probably have to have a hundred mods because there's five thousand people watching and chatting. The chat's going a thousand miles per hour, and it's all just people making jokes about her fucking weird tits. So, anyways, um, I, I'm I'm okay with that. I guess uh, if if it was a porn website, I'm okay. I'm okay with paying a chick a dollar to to clap her tits. It's your money, and I'm all for the strong, independent women. You know, if I had those big long tits, I would do the exact same thing. My my issue is I probably wouldn't do it on a a children's website, and I know the the other side would say, well, it's not really a children's website, especially considering me. What do I talk about all the time? We're talking about drugs on there. I'm getting drunk in front of the the stream. We're breaking furniture. We talk about cum on on when we play Quiplash and what the dub. We make jokes about like like really evil shit. Like we make like child molesting jokes and Holocaust jokes. It's just evil evil sense of humor. When we're playing these these games on uh on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, we have really awful. Oh, I, I smoke weed too. Really awful sense of humor. Evil, evil stuff. Not meant for a kid. Couple of things though. 
when you click my channel, it says uh, mature audience recommended. Um, to join Twitch, you only have to be 13 years old. And also, my my listen, my channel is hard to masturbate to. I, not impossible, but hard. It's it's not. I'm not. My entire channel is not based around selling you something to jack off to. And I, I think that's the difference. I think that. A kid hearing me say fuck a bunch of times and drink a beer, I feel like that's a little bit different from a kid literally watching the masturbation material. Clapping tits. Tits clapping, dude. So I, I don't want to be that guy that wants to censor anyone. I think that the, the rule would be where do, where do we actually draw the line? Because you know Twitch. They're not going to enforce the rules um, fairly. So anyways, uh, a lot of people were complaining and Twitch just came out and said, you know what? Nudity is artistic, and we're going to allow it. And they made that statement yesterday. Nudity is artistic, and we're going to allow it. Not only that, if you're actually drawing something nasty, like not nasty, but something sexual, if you're drawing it, you can show the whole thing. This guy in my stream, Cam, sent me a link. I clicked it. It was an animated like vagina on some type of animal. But it was a it was an actual vagina on like a, I don't know, a fucking bunny or something. A bunny with a giant fucking vagina, and some, someone was drawing it. They're showing you how to draw animated pussies. I was like, okay, that's interesting, I guess. I don't know, I don't know why that would be on there. So, so people really took the rules. I think it's like a furry thing. Like, maybe there's people out there who just want to fuck animals all the time. Good, fine, I guess. But again, I don't think animal fucking should be on the website with 13-year-olds. I unless I mean, maybe it should be you have to prove that you're 18, and then you know, like. Do the captcha or say at least say your age or something because it's not like these kids. You know, you, you want to go fu- you want to go find a, a dog to fuck online. I mean, like you could you could Google it, sure, but I don't think Twitch should be selling it to you so easily. I don't think Twitch should be showing you bestiality without you wanting to see it. Also, with the porn, I don't think they should be showing a thirteen year old porn unless the thirteen year old goes out of their way to find it. You know, like like if they 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 would have found it anyways. But they're shoving these tits down everyone's throat and in everyone's face, which usually would be wonderful. Tits getting shoved down your face. But in this in this context, I don't like it. So, anyways, um, they made that rule. In <laughs> the next day, the whole website turned into a porn website. They drew the clear lines. A lot of people were afraid to get completely naked on Twitch because they thought they'd get in trouble. Oh man. Twitch made that rule. Every single motherfucker on the platform got naked. And I was planning on Monday. On Monday, I was going to get like a, I don't know, a Pringles can or something. I was going to do something like maybe like tape it to my body. So it'd be, it would just be everything. But just my dick would be in the Pringles can. You wouldn't be able to see it. Tape it to my body somehow. And I was going to do some type of stream like that. But <laughs> just to, you know what? Number one, just to test the waters to see maybe I'd get more viewers. Maybe people would think it's funny. Or maybe I would get banned, which then I would have a reason to complain to Twitch. Like, why did you do that? Why is this lady allowed to show her tits, but I can't show my Pringle can? I don't know. Anyways, uh, that was the plan for Monday. Uh, But you know what? 24 hours later, Twitch changed it back. (laughs) Twitch changed their rule back. I imagine it's because they were losing advertisers. But it could also be because the website literally turned into a porn website. And I think that's funny. I think it also is one of the first times that Twitch has gone back on one of their rules. Um so quickly so whatever twitch was a porn website for one day and you guys missed it maybe next time maybe next time we can show porn to your 13 year old fucking brothers and sisters and daughters and sons jesus twitch what are they fucking thinking dude i don't listen 
I don't want to be, be a political thing, but I am gonna I'm gonna touch on the politic the political side. My Twitter all day long says that like these super far left activists are are they're, they're, every day they're trying to vote more and more for like kids to 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 get to get dick their dick surgeries done and for uh, and for drag queens to be able to hang out with children and then all of a sudden Twitch which is for sure run by like these really far left you know like ideals suddenly they want to show porn to kids and I I'm I'm making the connection kind of weird kind of weird Twitch that you got this 13 and up website and you just can't wait to show porn to kids and even bestiality shame on you Twitch that's just my opinion anyways moving on uh, <laughs> moving on I got some hot sauce the other day uh Dave's insanity Carolina Reaper very very hot sauce and for Christmas I'm gifting it gifting it to the bar I go to, this bar is called Koopies. I finally got it. I wrote a little message on it. I wrote a recipe. I said, add one half of a teaspoon to a one order, like, serving of wings and have this on the secret menu. And uh, it's it's a sealed bottle. It'll make it very hot. And I also made sure to write on that note, this includes extract. The sauce includes extract, which some people have a sensitive stomach to. I wrote that all on some nice list. I put it in a nice little package. And I'm going to deliver it today. And we are going to try... The new secret menu spicy wings. And I say this because, you know what? I feel like I had a little go-getter, like, energy on that. A lot of people, they, they would go to the bar, they'd look at the menu, they'd see chicken wings, they go, ah, that, they don't have a super hot one. Well, that's all we can do. Not me. I looked at the menu, I said, you know what, maybe I can change this. Maybe I can talk to the chef. I talked to the head of the kitchen, he said he's all good with my idea. We're going to test it out today. I haven't given him the product yet. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna test it. We're going to change the world. Imagine if you could do that with In-N-Out. Imagine if you can go in there and be like, hey, In-N-Out, I know that, that you're like a big franchise and you can't change the menu, but what if I brought you like 10 pounds of bacon? What if I brought you 10 pounds of bacon and I don't know, maybe that blonde kid over, maybe that blonde kid over there accidentally drops the bacon onto the, onto the grill and goes, oh no, I dropped it. What am I going to do? And then cooks it and then goes, oh, whoops, we have so much bacon now. And then you just happen to serve that bacon to me and my friends. Whoopsies. No one has to find out. That's that's a go-getter. That's a go-getter that comes up with that kind of idea. Also, I've always had this idea, which I think I stole from a meme. I think it'd be funny if you were outside of In-N-Out, because if, if no one's familiar, they don't serve bacon. They don't have bacon on their burgers. Very basic burger, right? Burger, cheese, lettuce, tomato, and some sauce, maybe some onions. And, and, and they have little peppers that you can get. I think it'd be great to – a lot of people use the drive-thru. I don't know why anyone would. It takes a little while. You got to sit in your car. I don't like it. A lot of people love the drive-thru. I just go in there. Fuck it. It's, it's faster. I'm, 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 I'm about speed, efficiency. Anyways, if, if, at the end, if at the end of the drive-thru, if you had a little grill and you were on like public land, you weren't on their land, you had a little grill and all you were doing was, was, was cooking bacon all day long and you were charging two bucks a slice or something like that, I feel like you could, until the police kicked you out, I feel like you could make a pretty fucking penny selling bacon outside of In-N-Out because they don't serve it. Million dollar idea. Feel free to steal this idea. And I'm not sure if I came up with it. I may have seen it in a meme or something. Anyway, secret menu is going on. I do want to talk to you guys a little bit more about In and Out because it has been in the news lately. Let's check out this article right here. And it states Idaho, Udaho, Weedaho. Idaho goes animal style for first In and Out burger. Now, Idaho, 
Uh, they got their first In-N-Out. It's a franchise that, uh, I don't know, I'm, there's not a whole lot of them, right? There's got to be less than 100 In-N-Outs in the country. I know we have three or four of them here. I love In-N-Out. It's my favorite fast food. It's very affordable. A lot of people say it's overhyped. I don't think it is overhyped. I think that people hype it up. They say it's some God-tier burger. It's not. It's just fresh food for a great price. You get shittier quality food at Carl's Jr. for double the price. And you get attitude. And you get people that fuck up your order. In-N-Out fucks up one order every 15 years. It's part of some some uh, prehistoric curse. One order gets fucked up every 15 years. They never fuck up the orders. They take it serious. Also, the business takes care of its employees. I knew a chick that went to college. In-N-Out paid for her college because she worked there. That's insane. They do shit like that. They have great health insurance. God damn it. And they grind. You ever, you ever see people in and out? They're, they're hustling. They're all moving. Everyone, there's never a dirty table. There's always someone scrubbing something, telling you to have a good fucking day. It's a great place. Anyways, I brought this up because some people waited in line for up to eight hours. Some people waited in line for up to eight hours so that they could get a taste of the in and out. And I'm here to tell you guys, as an in and out fan, not in a million fucking years. Not a million years would this sandwich be worth an eight-hour wait. I wouldn't wait more than 20 minutes. And again, it's about speed and efficiency. I wouldn't wait 20 minutes for a fucking... I don't care if the hamburger's made out of gold. I'm not waiting fucking 20 minutes in there. In fact, a lot of times I drive by in and out I look at it, and I go, oh, too many people. Fuck you. That's why I never get a chance to try Chick-fil-A. There's a Chick-fil-A right across the freeway from the in and out by my house right there chick-fil-a i never go in there i never try to because i see the line and i go nope i'm not waiting in line i hate waiting in line that's one of my pet peeves that i rarely that i'll rarely like go back on the like what waiting in line for a ride at the water park i i hate i pick i i go on these rides i take a mental note of which ones had the 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 shittiest line and I, I choose the shorter lines, even if the rides are shittier. I would rather have a shittier ride on a roller coaster than wait in line more than like five minutes more. I don't care. I hate lines. So the idea that someone would wait eight hours. Also, part of this eight-hour line was people in cars. They had, they had a line miles long. Four lanes. Four lanes of cars that stretched miles. I saw, it's not on this website, but I saw a drone. A drone followed the line. You can kind of see in this... This photo right here. Let me bring it up again if, if you happen to be watching this on YouTube. This photo shows lanes and lanes of cars just, just waiting in line. They had to, they must have hired the National Fucking Guard to serve these hamburgers up. My, my second question was, knowing that they would get this many visitors, how is it possible that they have enough space in the restaurant for that many burgers? Because an, another thing, they make their fries fresh in front of you from potatoes. They put the potato in this thing, they smash the potato, and then they, then they smash the burger in front of you. you. You see all this happening. It's not some frozen burger patty like McDonald's bullshit. They, I mean, maybe it, maybe it is frozen at some point, but they're smashing shit in front of you. They're working in front of you. One, you get 50,000 customers and you're, and you're running the fry station, you're, you either got to be a 400-pound bodybuilder or you got to be on meth because there's no way someone's – they must be just crushing fries eight hours fucking straight. They, they, they got it running like a Nike fucking Chinese sweatshop in there. Just 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 bleed. Some guy in the corner is bleeding from his wrists. Just trying to make enough fries to keep up with demand. God, that must have been insane. Anyways, I only brought this up to tell you guys. I love In-N-Out. And I would never wait an extended period of time 
uh, for any fast food. Zach says the Chick-fil-A line is almost always just the drive-through. Sometimes it's busy inside. I've picked up a lot of Chick-fil-A orders doing Uber Eats here in Phoenix, and the lobby is never as busy as the drive-through. That's why I go in. It, that's that's why I do it. That's why I do it. Speaking of Uber Eats, I have an old car, right? I have a 2009. My car is from 2009. I need some extra money. <laughs> I need some extra money. Is Uber Eats fun? Is it annoying in a big city? What about Instacart? What like these these driving jobs? I need some extra money. Um, what what? How hard are they? Anyone anyone in the chat can answer, or anyone watching on YouTube? How much work is it? Is it is it worth the the the? Is it worth like how bad it's gonna fuck up my car? The maintenance? Is it worth? Uh, do I have to deal with angry shitty people? My car's too old to actually do Uber, and if I did Uber, I'd have to clean my car. Which that's come on, guys. I, I live a dirty life. I'm just a dirty boy. I'm just a dirty white boy trying to drive around with a dirty car trying to deliver some food. Also, speaking of trying to make more money, I heard that if someone cancels the order for the food, you just get to eat it. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Lo siento. I get to eat this shit. You're, You're bad. Um, so what if that, could that be part of the scam? Could I get one of my friends to order it? And then I go pick it up, and then I tell them to cancel it, and we like split we split the money. Is that a thing that happens? If not, I want it to be a thing that happens. Uh, also, I wanted to share with you guys um, this thing I discovered today. Great Value is the Walmart brand for like super cheap, shitty food. They came out with a Carolina Reaper blend. I don't know if it's new. I just found out about it today. And they have it at my Walmart. They have it at two Walmarts by me. Right here it says aisle A35. Look at this. I looked at the ingredients too. Carolina Reaper shredded cheese. And it has Monterey Jack cheese with jalapeno, habanero, and Carolina Reaper peppers. And it has mozzarella. Look at this. This is $2. This thing is $2 worth of cheese. It might be small. The seven ounce, seven ounces is small. But for $2, motherfucker, a grilled cheese, a quesadilla. Bro, the, the possibilities are endless. A hamburger with some shredded cheese on top. Let it melt just a little bit. Bro, Carolina Reaper cheese, you guys know I love spicy shit. Carolina Reaper is a very, very spicy and not not particularly tasty pepper, in my opinion. But we're going to try this. I'll let you guys know how it is. For it to be a Walmart brand, there's no way. There's not a. There's no way it can actually be painfully spicy. But that might be a good thing. Because it might be just spicy enough to tickle to tickle your little belly a little bit. You might get a little, little, little tickle belly. My buddy Gonzo used to, uh, there's this hill on, uh, I don't know what it is, like Upland and, fuck, I don't know, like Washington over there. It's this hill. It's just it's just a neighborhood hill that goes down, and he calls it Tickle Belly Hill. I'm like, what? why is it Tickle Belly Hill? Because he's like, because when I drive down it in my car, my belly gets tickled. I've just called it that since I was a kid. I was like, okay, that's, that's the gayest thing you could have called a hill. You know, it's Tickle Belly. You, were you sure something else wasn't tickling your belly? Whoa, 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 whoa. Gay, bro. You got, you got something to tell me? You have some crazy childhood trauma that you need to tell me about, bro? Tick- Did something happen on Tickle Belly Hill that you, that you don't want anyone to know about? Because the secret is safe with me. Anyways, um, so the spicy cheese. I'm going to try the spicy cheese. I'll tell you guys later uh, how it is. I'll let you guys know if it's spicy, if it's good. And it's only $2. I mean, even if I had to throw it away. Fuck it, I'm going to gamble 20 bucks tonight anyways. So uh, the spicy cheese... Spicy cheese is a thing. Um, Shred quarters. I sent... Listen, this podcast isn't going to come out until Sunday, right? 
the 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 repeat of this podcast comes out on Sunday. I sent some gifts to the shred quarters. They're very cheap gifts. I don't always buy like. Listen, if I'm buying gifts for my friends, especially like my guy friends and shit, like it's different from buying something for family or like a significant other, right? With your friends, you just buy something either funny or useful. I bought twelve tiny little knives from uh, from Amazon, and they came out to two dollars each. Tiny, very small, small little knives, very sharp, uh, much better quality than I thought they would be for two dollars. And I sent one to every person in the Shred Quarters warehouse. So I sent, I think, eight or nine knives. Eight or nine of them over there. I labeled each one with someone's name. So I gave out nine knives to my friends at Shredquarters. Super cheap, cheap, affordable gift. And not everyone's like a knife person. And the knives aren't the best quality, but they work good. And they're, they work in a warehouse where all they do all day is cut open boxes and cut open those, those zip ties that are on the side of, of deck bundles and cut open grip tape. I thought it would be a nice thing to send over there. I'm sure they have razor blades and, and those little X-Acto knives. I'm sure they have all that shit. But I wanted to do something thoughtful. So I sent them all some knives in the mail. Hopefully the United States Postal Service doesn't doesn't discover that and and take my package and throw it away or whatever. But I also sent them some other funny little gags and gifts and I weaved some I weaved some paracord bracelets for them to have gifts and uh hopefully they open it on a warehouse Wednesday. I think that's what I wrote on the uh on the attention part. I was like, send it to Shredquarters, attention, open this during warehouse Wednesdays. Will they do that? I don't know. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. But uh, I, I also bring that up today to motivate you guys to try and get something useful for your friends. And I just go straight to knives, right? Everyone needs a knife for something, even if you never use it. I, I put on the note, I said, put these knives in either like at, at your work. If you have a desk, put it in your desk. Eventually, you're going to need it. Or put it in your car. Eventually, you're going to need this in your car. Could be something little. Could be a little, a little string, a little tiny string coming off. I don't know why I just went to sound like Joe Biden right there. Oh, I looked over. I saw a string. I saw a string. I said, oh, bucko, not today, string. I took the string and anyways. Now, you can take the string and cut it with a knife or, you know, any little little thing that you have going on. Or also, they're always doing hot sauces and shit over there. You can use this knife to open the hot sauces if something gets stuck. Anyways, um, pretty cool stuff. Zach says, my mom accidentally mailed a gun once. You know, I've mailed alcohol to uh, to Canada multiple times and I... It's supposedly illegal, but I just put on the I put on the on the shipping information. I just put uh, that I was shipping corn syrup, and no one ever cared. The cor- the corn syrup got where it needed to be, and the, and that lucky Canadian got to enjoy a fruit punch two eleven. Wonderful. Uh, anyways, I was gonna say that I brought all this up to motivate you guys to buy gifts for your friends, even if they're super fucking cheap. On Amazon, you get knives for two fucking dollars. At Walmart, they have a three pack of really big pocket knife, big motherfuckers. 15 bucks for a three-pack, and they come with a little sheath. A knife with a sheath, a big one, is a good gift for any man or woman. A woman for self-defense, a man for to have in your car. You might, you, you might need it. I probably have three knives in my car right now. Just one right next to me, one, in, uh, one multi-tool that has like a screwdriver and shit, and then one in the back for, uh, for grip tape. Uh, you're always going to need something like that. Or for the ladies in your life, I, I don't want to... I don't want to be fear-mongering everyone, but for the ladies in your life, pepper spray. You get a pack of three pepper sprays, it's like 12 bucks. Let's say you have three female friends, which, uh, judging by the my my usual Twitch viewers, I, I doubt most of you have three female friends. So that, that's kind of, that's a stretch. But if you do, you can give out the three fucking, the, <laughs> the three pepper sprays. <laughs> 
Anyways, final topic. Uh, I watched something on Netflix called Leave the World Behind or, or Leaving the World Behind, something like that. And uh, it got a lot of really good reviews because it's sort of like a prepper movie about like, oh, if the government, uh, if we ever got taken over by another country or if the government fucked us from the inside or a big national disaster happened, what would happen? What would you do? What if, what if our infrastructure grid went down? Like cell phone network and electricity. Oh no, what would happen? How are we going to get water? Okay, I get it. It's a prepper movie. Cool. It's painfully slow. It's a painfully slow thriller. Dialogue, not that good. Acting was fine. The story was just so painfully slow. And you can you can fit so many cool things into a movie about the end of the world or the, or the end of a country. You can fit so many cool things in there without half the movie being like zooming in on a leaf. You know what I mean? There's so much B-roll footage in this, again, painfully slow video uh, movie. I would say avoid it. It's getting great reviews. Whoever's leaving good reviews on this, I disagree with them. I think they're dumb. So I would I would avoid that one. Uh, you want to watch a movie like this? I don't know, bro. It's like the movie The Day After Tomorrow is better than this. It's more action. 2012 is not the one where they fucking they fly the plane. Th- they fly the plane through like an exploding earth- earthquake. At least there's some action, right? At least there's action in this one, bro. And the and the world leave behind movie. There's not there's not even a gunshot. It's just boring. Painfully boring, shitty, awful movie. Anyways, that's all I got for you guys. Can you guys give me a oh hell yeah in the chat so I can shout out everyone who made it to the end of this podcast? If you tuned in late, don't worry. The repeat of this podcast comes out on Sunday. It comes out on YouTube, on Podbean, on Spotify, podcast app, iTunes, anywhere where you can get podcasts. You can download this podcast. All you have to do is type in Stop Crying Poser. If you have iTunes, I would appreciate it if you would consider leaving a positive review or maybe giving me five stars, I made you laugh. Maybe you could write this captivating young soul uh, captured my heart and my, li- and my life through his hilarious jokes, which, which filled my family's home with laughter. I don't, I don't know. You, you know, you, you know, write it in your own words, but something like that, something, something well thought out. <laughs> Anyways, shout out to Gaijus for the $5 donation. That was very nice of you. It says for some bacon or whatever. You guys don't have to donate. I, I work tirelessly throughout the year putting out this podcast every single week to give you guys something to listen to on your on your drive home from work or your drive to work or I try to make you guys laugh. We talk about current events. If you ever wanted to maybe give me $2 as a tip, like, hey, thanks for the laugh, buddy. Feel free to donate money here on the, uh, the Twitch page. You can just go to the Twitch page and then down below it says donate. You can also hit exclamation donate and it'll bring up a link. But you don't have to donate, okay? I, it's Christmas is coming up, you know? It's 68 degrees in my house. I'm freezing to death. My dog needs fucking food, right? <laughs> my health insurance is going to change. You know, I, I, would, I would accept the $2, but I know. You guys are also having a rough go of it, too. I've seen the price of eggs and bacon. I've seen the price of chicken skyrocketing. So I don't blame anyone who can't donate, but there is something you can do. You can tell a friend about the podcast Tell them that this podcast made you laugh. It's available on every podcast application. Check it out. Uh, again, these podcasts, the repeats come out on Sundays, early in the morning, just in time for a long drive to work on Monday. All right, you get some coffee, you drive to work. Some of you guys have long, uh, like a long trip, like 30 minutes both ways, in the snow, uphill. Some of you guys live in London, goddammit. Ugh. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that life be a little better with a podcast to listen to? That's why you should tell a friend. 
Shout out to Cam702, iBookBoy, Ron, stop it. D-Trick, 89, Zach, Eats Games, Gaijus, Day-Day, iBookBoy. As always, I very much appreciate you guys for watching this. I try to be entertaining. Uh, it's always more fun with you guys here. And if you want to check out the podcast live, you can always find me right here on twitch.tv slash Ninja Lifestyle every single Friday right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go to the bar and watch the Golden Knights play hockey while I enjoy a secret menu developed by me of extremely spicy chicken wings. So, as I always say, have a great weekend. Be safe out there. And uh, don't drink too much. And don't drink too little. How did you guys not know Hawaii was the most recent state? How did you not know? Some of you have have family members who were alive when the state was was added. How could you how did that happen? The school system has failed us all.